Welcome to the 5 Ps Podcast, where we discuss all things purpose, productivity, possibilities, prayer, and pressure. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm really excited to have you join us today. Today, we speak with Stevon Fuller, the host of the podcast, The Antithesis of Superwoman. Stevon is one of my friends, so I'm really excited to have her join me today as we talk about being consistent and showing up. Stay tuned. Alrighty, here we go. Hey. Okay. Hey. You know me and technology are not uh, the best of friends. But we're here. But you got it. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. I'm so happy to be having this conversation today. So I'm excited. We got through all of the technical difficulties. and This is going to be good. This is going to be good. So we can go ahead and jump into it. I think everyone that's on the live, they know who I am. I'm Jessica from the 5 Ps Podcast, where we talk all things purpose, possibility, productivity, prayer, and pressure as we try to live our best lives um, and be successful as God has ordained us to be. And today, I'm excited to have Savon here. So Savon, tell them who who you are. Let's, Let's dive right into it. Hello, all. I am Stevon. I am am the host of The Antithesis of Superwoman, and it's a podcast centered on encouraging people to live their best lives, specifically women who are feeling overwhelmed because they feel like they have to be everything to everybody else. I'm telling people, lay that cape down. It's too heavy. You don't need it. You are best when you are fully and truly you, and you can prioritize yourself to then help others. Yes. yes. And yes. And see, I know Savon and she really does embody all of that. So I feel like she's Thank the you. perfect host for that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we can start out with how we know each other. We've known each other now what, about almost ten years, give or take? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a minute. Yeah. So my husband, whose name is also Savon, uh, met Savon while living in Oregon. Two. He would tell He's Stevon number two. Now, you know, I'm married to him, so I can't really say who's number one or number two. You know, he, he told me to make sure I call you number uh, two today. He was mm-hmm. like, make sure. Um, <laughs> but they met each other while working together a few years ago. And I just remember he would always um, tell me, he was like, I met someone who has the same name, who has the same name as me. And I think you guys would be really great friends. Here we are 10 years later. <laughs> Look, he's in the chat saying number one. <laughs> yes, he's um, right. I am number one. Thank you, Stevon, for recognizing that. <laughs> <laughs> but since then, we really just kicked it off, and we think I think we have a mutual mutual um, love for all things related to God, family, um, and just being good people, uh, friends, uh, business, entrepreneurship, as well as our careers. Like we're always able to pick up where we left off, and it's almost like we never um lose um scene because we may go months without talking to each other but as soon as we start back it's like all like we live right next door to each other so yeah. hopefully one day we do like we never left <laughs> yes all righty so today we're going to be talking about showing up and being consistent last week we were just chatting about um, all of our goals for this year and things that we were planning to work on. And I know about three weeks ago online, I talked about just being accountable. So our conversation, it it was a good um, conversation for us to just really bounce off of each other and talk about being accountable. And we were saying, we were trying to figure out where to start. And Savon was like, we need to just start with just showing up. 
like just being consistent. So do you want to just dive into why you think this is so important and how, what is being consistent and showing up for you? Sure. So one of the things that I believe in is going back, right? Deconstructing, trying to figure out how we got to this place or how we're going to get to this place that we want to go. And it starts with the little steps. It starts with the stuff that isn't popular. It starts with the stuff that, you know, people don't like to talk about often. It's not glitz. It's not glamoury. It starts with showing up, with being there. Mm -hmm. It starts with your attendance. It starts with your butt in that seat to wherever you're trying right. to go. So if we continuously show up, there's no way. If we're showing up open, if we're showing up honest, if we're showing up vulnerable, there's no way that we can't get to where we're trying to go to. So it really starts with just showing up, taking that first step every day. I think a lot of times we think, okay, we take step one, two, three, four, and five, and as we progress, we don't have to worry about the preceding steps. You still have to do steps one, two, three, four, and five. You're just adding on to that. So I think reminding ourselves of that helps us to stay grounded so that we can show up for ourselves so that we can better show up for other people. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. It does. It does. It makes complete sense. I know for me, uh, when, when I started to think about today's conversation and just being consistent and showing up, and I know something I always struggle with is the fear of failure. So I guess it all plays, plays a part of it because I know for me and also for others, if you think that there's an opportunity to fail or something may not go the way it should go automatically, it's like, you know what, I'm not going to even bother with this. Or we allow distractions to come up. So, you know, where you would be consistent, you allow things that don't really add value to your life, that don't uh, add value to your purpose, and you just you just get off track with what's most important. So you just you're just doing things, but not really uh, moving forward. You're moving to the side or sometimes you're moving backwards. So I think it's really important to really understand when you show up, like, I think it goes back to also understanding who you are and the value you bring to certain situations. Because I think when you think about empowerment or encouragement, sometimes people beat themselves up. So instead of, again, trying, they don't do anything. Sometimes it's easier to not do anything so that you're not in your mind. You say, I'm not letting anyone down because I haven't even did anything. Yeah. So I don't know. I want to talk about this. Hopefully I made sense. A bit. No, you did. You made perfect sense. <laughs> I want to talk about distractions for just a little bit. Cause I think we can get confused sometimes, but what distractions actually are. So distractions mm -hmm. are things that can take us away from our goal. Right. But what we, what they could look like is your to-do list. What they can look like are your daily tasks and your chores. And those things can be distractions depending on how you set up your day, right? If you become like so governed and so controlled by your to-do list, now your to-do list is a distraction. That kind of reminds me of, um, oh Lord, I do not remember the names of these wonderful women in the Bible, but the sisters, one was working in the kitchen and one was sitting listening Mary. to Jesus. Mary, Mary and Martha. Oh yes, <laughs> Mary and Martha. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say I knew one was Mary, but I didn't want to mess it up. So. Right. <laughs> Still looking out. So, and the one was listening to Jesus, and the one that was working was like, Jesus, uh, excuse me, can you tell her to help me out? And he's like, No. 
because she knows she has her priorities straight. You need to get yours straight, right? So for a long time, I grew up and I did not understand that. I was like, that makes no sense. Stuff needs to get done, right? So why wouldn't she have help in that? But then I realized as I've gotten older, it's because what the sister was doing was throwing away the to-do list for now so that she could focus on getting what was going to serve her for life, right? Yeah. So we have to we have to really be careful to not be controlled. Like we write out our tasks, we write out our to-do list, and we think that this is what we need to get us to this next goal. Sometimes you're going to have to pivot. I think 2020 showed us that, right? Sometimes you're right. going to have to pivot. You cannot be controlled by your to-do list because it can actually become a distraction if you're not careful. Right. I think flexibility is definitely important. Um, and sometimes I've noticed we become so committed to a dream or a vision. And the dream or vision may be true, but we don't understand the journey. So it's like we try to, so when things happen that don't go, um, go according to what we planned out, we completely crumble. We stop. So it's like, okay, I knew that if I went from A, I'll go to B, I go to C, I keep going forward, everything is going to, you know, go as planned. But what if something happened and you jumped from B, you went to L and had to go back to C? Like, are you still going to be committed to whatever you're working towards and understanding the, as you put it, like the, the, the need or the necessity for whatever it is that may come up? Like, you have to be able to assess what is the priority um, yeah. overall so that you stay focused and yeah, sometimes you do become too committed to listen. I know that's one thing. If you were here in, at the house with me, um, I have to work on that because I become so frazzled when things don't go according to plan. Um, and I think sometimes that you start to feel defeated, even if you think about, so for me, uh, one thing we always talk about is career goals. And it's so easy to think about, okay, by the time I'm, so I had this goal. I was supposed to be retired by 32. So I turned 32 last year. I was supposed to be retired. I just knew there was no way I was going to be in corporate America at 32. I was supposed to be a multimillionaire. I don't know what I was going to do. But uh, just in, in general, uh, when I talk to a lot of my friends that are facing different things in their careers, they had something planned out. They were supposed to be here and something happened. And instead of them being able to be content and not necessarily just, um, you know, giving up, but be able to be content and enjoy where they're at, they were never, they're not able to move forward or to see the beauty in the state that they're in because they're so focused on getting to the next thing. So it's like, you know, being consistent and showing up is just showing up every day and being able to be happy where you're at and understanding that. Everything else will come, but you got to be able to appreciate where you're at and just be there. Sometimes just being is important. Being, I think, is probably one of the hardest things for us to do because we have a tendency to overthink, right? So mm. it's hard to be when you're overthinking. And when you're overthinking, you start doubting because my plan, like you said, had me going A through Z. But somehow this is taking me A, Z, T, S, U, V, B. Like, that don't make no sense. Yeah. So this must be a sign right. that I'm not supposed to do this, right? This must be a sign that maybe something's off. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Something's wrong with me or something's wrong with how I'm doing things instead of it just being a part of the journey. 
So we overthink these things instead of, like you said, embracing the journey each step of the way, because what we don't realize is going from A to Z to S to T, U back to C is teaching us things along the way. And it's also bringing us around certain people that we needed to be around during that time frame so that we can really get the lessons that we're supposed to get. So when we get to the goal, we're fuller for it, right? Because a lot of times right. we this goal, we think it's going to be this magical thing. Um, I was watching, I watched the movie Soul a lot because I got kids. And one of the things that we recognized in Soul was when he got to his goal, it didn't feel like he thought it was going to feel. Well, that's because mm. you weren't enjoying the journey, right? You were so just focused on you know, you're just so streamlined and tunnel vision to get there. You didn't enjoy the journey along the way. And that's what I think mm -hmm. not being can do for us. So we have to just learn how to sit down sometimes and be and not overthink and not talk ourselves out of it, not think that we're not doing a good job if it's not going according to our plan. Because that doesn't mean the goal is any different. It just means we didn't have to know each step of the journey. And I think when you right. Each step of the journey there's something that's lost in it because right. it's something that you gain from not knowing everything right from having to think quick on your feet from having to pivot from having to to learn how to utilize resources you wouldn't normally have used in your comfort zone you know so there are a lot of things that we get from that so we need to be able to understand just being i think it's so important that you said that yes i, I love that um as you were talking, I started to think about just biblical stories that we know and how in life we try to pattern our life from A to Z and we want this perfect journey. And most of the miracles that occurred in the Bible, they were not this straightforward path. Otherwise, you know, they would not move us in the capacity in which they move us. It was always something supernatural. They always took a different route or a different method to end up where they ended up when you think about, um, you know, we can go anywhere from Noah stepping out and building the boat and just how that was able to, the story that went there or Abraham and being able to walk in faith and how he was able to move forward or David and Goliath. Like if you go through all of these different stories, we're able to see that nothing that happened that was supernatural or anyone that's really great, none of them took the the easy route out or the straightforward method, they were able to step out and recognize that they needed to do something different to be someone different. So we don't want to be just carbon copies of other people. We really are trying to live life as God has ordained us to live life so that we can be our unique selves and live out our purpose. Absolutely. So, I just want, can I add just real quick? Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we talk about the Bible, we talk about, you know, how things didn't go according to plan, right? These are living examples. These were real lives of real people. A lot of these people had some mess. Like, they did. He can't, <laughs> can't just overlook the fact that some of these situations, God literally was blessing messes, right? Yeah. He used stuff that people were going outside of his will, not listening, and he still was able to use them, called them favored, and was able to allow them to bless others. So I think that's another lesson for us. We got to stop beating ourselves up because, yeah, we're not going to do things perfectly, right? So maybe we show up for ourselves for 30 days, and on that 31st day, we slip. It's okay. 
right? Get mm -hmm. back, get going, start again. You can do it again. Just keep going because God blesses messes and our mess is no surprise to him. You know, so we have to stop like just being ourselves up and thinking we have to fit into this perfect little box. If God can right. call David, who was a murderer, his favorite and a man after his own heart. An adulterer. Right, and an adulterer. <laughs> Look, David, David was David was David, okay? He was living in his fullness of life, okay? With right. the mistakes and the triumphs and all in between. But that's what I think God enjoys the most, right? Us just being genuine and authentic. We're going to have the faults. Right. We're going to mess up. Come back and keep going. Keep getting back on the right track, right? Keep being and showing up. That's, that's it. Consistency. <laughs> No, that's it. So you hit on it. It really goes back to being consistent because David, he always had a repentant heart. So when he messed up, he came back. He always showed back up. Um, so it goes back to that. If we can learn anything from that, it's no matter where you're at in life, just show up. Just keep trying. Um, no one is perfect, but be willing to perfect your gifts. Be willing to perfect your walk. Be willing to perfect everything around you, even if other people don't understand. So with that, my question to you is, how do you remain consistent? How do you show up for others? Especially we're in the middle of a pandemic. So how we interact with people has changed. Uh, people's expectations haven't necessarily changed. So how do you deal with that in your everyday life? So I think for me, honestly, I'm much better at showing up for other people than I am for myself. Um, and I think that's mm -hmm. probably why I, or one of the reasons why I'm so... Um, just in love with the fact that God pushed me to do this podcast because it forces me to kind of keep that in check a little bit. Cause I'm, I will just go all in for the people that I love and that I care about. And even people I don't know, cause I want to see people live their best life. Right. So I'll go above and beyond for them, but I have problems showing up for myself. So my biggest yeah. struggle for me is not showing up for other people. Cause I'll answer that three o'clock phone call. If I'm up, I will do what I have to do. I'll drive the extra mile. I'll do what I have to do to show up for other people. Even in a pandemic, a lot of that has turned to technology now because of that. Mm -hmm. But some things, especially like for older people, it's still you're still calling them on the phone. You're still doing, you know, mm -hmm. so there's still certain things that have remained unchanged that you can do and be more consistent with. Um, my daughter and I, she's six. I have, we started doing senior pen pals. So right mm. seniors, because not only in a pandemic did they get hit extremely hard, but I used to volunteer in senior homes uh, back in high school. And I just remember how lonely some of them were. Right. So mm. I felt just led to like, let's, let's write some letters. Let's do something to kind of let them know that people are thinking about them. Right. So for me, it's just really easy to show up for other people, but for myself is where I struggle. So I have, I have had to make time and prioritize time and to let myself know that spending time on myself is worth it. Like it's an investment. Mm -hmm. I'm not detracting because I used to think of it as if I'm spending more time on me, then that's less time that I could spend on other people, less time that I could spend, you know, checking off these boxes on my to-do list and doing all these things I want to do, right? I needed to start right. looking 
as an investment in myself. Because when I invest time in myself, then I'm better equipped to do all those other things. But it took a mind shift. And quite honestly, I'm still in transition of that mind shift to be able to do that. So it's really important for me more so to show up for myself because I have been discarding myself for so long. And I think it has started to show in a couple of the gray hairs that I have. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to make some changes and learn that it's not me taking away from anything else is actually building up because I'm investing in myself and my profits will be bigger if I will continue to show up for myself and remain consistent in that. I love that. You know, we're kindred spirits in that particular regard <laughs> where uh, sometimes the, the, the innate desire to want to see everyone around us happy or to always, you're jumping in so um, so I, the next question I would ask is showing up. Can you show up too much for people? Would you say that? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, you absolutely can show up too much. And I, I think when you disrupt that balance, you have to look at why, right? And I mm-hmm. think for me, I'm thankful that I show up for people when I feel led to show up for people and when people ask me to show up for people. I don't try to push mm-hmm. my show up, show upness, I'm making up words, but I don't try to push my <laughs> upness on people because to me, then that's not you really showing up for people. That's you showing up so you could say you showed up for other people. Showing up. About yourself, right? So right. I try not to be that person, but I think you absolutely can be that person. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell y'all this, don't judge me, but I watch um, YouTube and I watch Paternity Court on YouTube. I'm not sure if you know that. Yeah, we do too. That's our nighttime routine. Yes. <laughs> but one of the oh, things I noticed <laughs> is how a lot of these mothers because a lot of times you see younger people on the show and there'll be a lot of mothers with their sons showing up for their son but what they're really doing is interjecting into their lives their desires their desires who they do and do not want them to be with you know what they think about paternity like they had anything to do with making a baby, which they did not. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, you raised your son, and then when your son made a baby, that's that's what he did. That wasn't <laughs> you, you know? But they will interject themselves. So I, when I look at that, I think that's you showing up too much for other people. Because now what you're right. trying to do is control a certain narrative, right? To make you feel better. So you showing up for them too much so that you could say, I'm an involved parent, he wouldn't act like this because I know him and da 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 And you're not going to make me look bad because I didn't show up for you, right? Or you're not going right. to make me look bad in the actions if I invested in you and then your actions go awry or whatever. So I think at that point when you're showing up, you can absolutely show up too much for other people. But at the point where you're doing that, it's really more about you than actually helping other people. And that's a thin line that we need to be really careful of. What do you think? Right, right. Yeah, I would say for me, I'm one of those people that I over-insert myself. I am that person uh, <laughs> at work and in personal life. And I 
and I'm trying to become a no person. It's something I've struggled with for so long. And just imagine also being married to a person that's a yes person. And I apologize. My light just went out here. Um, no. But with that, um, I, I, I feel like I can always do whatever for, what, uh, for whoever. So even at work, I'm the person that I'm getting better at it. But if I can help someone else out, and because I'm also type A, it needs to be done a certain way, I jump in to say, okay, I'll handle this. Like, you know, I can help you out. Let's figure this out um, together and just jump into it. So outside of work, when it comes to family and friends, I struggle with saying no to people. If I can help them out, I'm, you know, if it's building a website, like, okay, let's go do this. You know, um, oh, I need someone to do a photo shoot. Okay, when? And it's like I don't even stop to consider what I have going on. So when you think about that, it's like how can I be consistent in the things that matter if I'm always easily um, distracted by what other people want because I feel like I need to show up for them. But it goes into what you were also saying. I'm not showing up for myself or showing up for the people or the things that matter most in one of those things, especially in the pandemic, when looking at having kids at home, so that means full-time school teacher, along with, you know, showing up at your job because your job pays your bills. Um, outside of that, you still, like you have, it's certain things that you cannot, um, you can't just not do. You have to show up for those things. But even if you show up, what's the caliber in which you're showing up? Like, you know, are you just really just going through the motions? So I have to be really careful with, um, how I just take on so much so that I'm showing up for everything. And usually, yeah. you know, something suffers. And usually it's me because what you were saying before is I don't invest enough time in my own personal rest, my own personal goals. So they suffer, which means I suffer. And ultimately, when I'm not my best self, that means across the board, People aren't getting what I could give to them um, in the manner in which I can give it to them. So I'm working on that, especially I recently just started at a new company. And I'm really, really, really focused. I'm seriously focused on understanding the role of the entire organization so that I'm not trying to do everything I could do because I did it before at my last job. Um, and then even at home, when it comes to showing up and just being I'm trying to show up and be more present with my kids, with my husband and everything else by trying to outsource it. Girl, I got my, my robot vacuum. Tina, I love her. Keep my floors clean. <laughs> but it's, it's really just the, the balance of it all with trying to grow and develop in a way that's meaningful um, and by building healthy habits every single day. So it's like every single day, I'm waking up and I'm trying to just start anew because I, I do fail at this, but it goes back to what we're saying. Sometimes it's just showing up and trying. It's really just being willing to say that I don't have it all together. I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm putting these things in motion. Hopefully they work. If not, I'm not so committed to this that I, I'm not willing to try something else so that I can, again, still grow, learn. Um, I always say grow, glow, and know. So once I, I grow, I'm knowing what I'm needing to do. I'm able to grow in it so that I know how to live a better lifestyle. So you actually brought up a different aspect of it that I think is really good. And I want to ask you this question. So 
when you are showing up too much for other people, do you think you're doing it as part of a, because I know a lot of times when you, we show up to help people, right? We want to help people. Mm -hmm. We wear the cape that we need to take off and lay down, but we wear it because we want to try to help people. But is there maybe just a little thing in there that showing up for other people so much takes away the time that we have to show up for ourselves so that we can't push ourselves outside of our comfort zone? So that just things, you know, you know, you know, I would have loved to do that, but I just don't have time. Cause that kind of takes us away from it feeds into the fear, right? Because mm -hmm. if we actually put work into our goals and what we're trying to do and it fails, then it's like, oh man, you know, but if we'll never know, maybe it was supposed to be super successful, but I just never had the time, you know, what was me? And let me just help other people do what they're supposed to do. You know, so do you think a part of that, and I'm not pointing fingers at you, I'm talking in general. No. Do you think a part no. of it could be taking time away from what you're supposed to do so that you don't have to know if that's going to fail or succeed? Absolutely. Like, you just read me to a T. <laughs> uh, with love. With love. With love, of course. <laughs> but no, no, I think that there's so much to it. And I'll start especially when something isn't working right, it's easy to just say, okay, I need to take a break from this and go focus in on something else. So it's definitely that where something comes up, it's easy to, let me just go help this person out. And I think for me, the other underlying thing is I hate to see people hurt in any manner. And um, I think I saw something online recently that was like, uh, the, the quote, the gist of it was, a no doesn't hurt anyone. And I'm that person um, that overthinks situations. So if I tell you no or I can't do it or I don't do it to the best of my ability, I'm wondering if it impacts that person's outlook on themselves, their outlook on me, or their hope to be able to move forward. I'm learning that it doesn't impact people the way I, I think it, it does. Like they're able to just move on and it's, it's not that big of a deal where I'm sitting here stressed out about the situation and it's like okay so even for me so one thing that I went through last year is that I did again a job change I hadn't been with that team particular particularly long it was really just a few months and I ended up leaving the company after being there for a while the hardest part about me making this decision wasn't necessarily me uh, not being excited about the new job I waited um, how other people would view me more than what I thought about moving forward because I didn't want to let people down. So it's like if I just show up, even if I'm unhappy, I'm just, again, we, you know, like I think that's the reason why consistency is showing up. You have to understand the balance between showing up for the right things and showing up for the wrong things or for the wrong reasons. Ooh, and for me, I kept message. just trying to show <laughs> Yes, you got to be able to show up for the right thing. And I think I was trying to show up or just be consistent and be what other people needed um, or what I thought they needed uh, so that I was pigeonholing myself and being able to move forward. And it took me a while to be able to say, okay, if you just step forward with what God, first and foremost, what God has told you to do, that's, that should have settled it <laughs> uh, to begin with. But the second part of it is everyone's going to move forward. They're going to understand it's not that big of a deal. 
And it wasn't. It was like I stressed about things that other people could care less about. It's like, okay, you have to do what's best for you. I understand why you made the decision. You know, go off and be happy. But, you know, that innate feeling of showing up for other people, we put too much weight into that more than showing up for ourselves. So it's that balance of where that's the balance I'm trying to work through now with all areas of my life. So when you think about my vision list or my vision sheet or goals for this year, it's really balancing out, focusing on what's important to me based on what God has told me to do, what's important to my family what's important to my extended family and anything else that just has to be weighted out. And I think the other thing that I've been stressed on, um, and I apologize, I think it froze there for a second, yeah, you but, can, you um, so, <laughs> showing up for people in the middle of a pandemic. So now you have so many different um, online events. you got a Zoom meeting on every corner. And then you also have people that are having live events, in-person events. So it's like trying to even explain to people why I can't show up because we're in the middle of a pandemic, why I can't show up because I have kids. Like, and just being able to still be present in another um, another meaningful way. And I think that's the other thing is that showing up sometimes, you got to be able to assess the right way to show up. So show up for the right thing, but also show up in the right manner with just being so you just said a whole word. I need us to kind of go back if we could just Let's take go back, back <laughs> to showing up for the wrong things because especially as women, and I know this isn't just for the women, but especially as women, we can have the tendency to show up for the wrong things or the wrong people consistently. Like we stay loyal to showing up for the wrong things. Like it's yeah. paying us something usually taking money away, right? Can right. we talk about that for a minute? Because I think it is Let's so important. We have to recognize that you really have to do a deep search and look into what and who you are supposed to be showing up for. Like, that matters. And it, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing or a bad person, but maybe this just isn't the time that you need to show up for it, Right. So, right. like, for me, I'll use myself as an example. I'm team too much. Team too much. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to do the most with the absolute least. I just, I'm still working on it, right? It's a transition. But one of the things I would do is, you were speaking of, sign up for all these lives. Sign up for all these things. I would sign up for all this stuff, right? Because, like, ooh, I want to. I need to get into this. Also, FOMO plays into that, that fear, right? Mm -hmm. Fear of missing out. Yep. So, okay, I need to get into this. I want, find, you know, better financial security. Let me dive into this investing class. You know, ooh, I want to mm -hmm. do this. I want to, I've always wanted to, well, I don't want to say always, but for years I wanted to do real estate, right? So I want to do real estate. Let's, let me do this real estate class. Let me learn more about real estate. Let me look into what it takes to get a license. Ooh, I need to, I'm a teacher full time now, you know, because I got a whole kid at home. So, let me look up into homeschooling and how I need to organize that and what, how I can supplement her education. And so I'm, I'm doing team too much, two hands, one brain, <laughs> full right. time job. And I'm trying to add on all these different things. I'm also a part of an organization. I'm part of a sorority. Um, so, you know, I have different things. I'm active in a church, I, you know, so all these different things are coming in and I'm just adding on top of it 
with nothing else to give. I'm not pouring from yeah. a full cup, right? So it doesn't always mean that showing up for the wrong thing is a bad thing. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing that you're showing up for, but it could just be not the right time for you to show up. Right. So I had to pull back. Yes, I want to do all these things, but guess what? I cannot do all these things right now. I was also part of like three book clubs. How I was going to read three books a month? <laughs> okay, now, so you really were... <laughs> Team too much. I'm saying team too much. So we really have to look at what we're showing up for. Is it the right thing? Because there are times where it is not a good situation that we're showing up for, right? But we show mm -hmm. up because we feel like we have to. We feel obligated to show up, whether it's family right. or friends, loved ones, whatever. We feel obligated to show up for these things that are toxic for us so right. you need to not show up for toxic things you know create boundaries absolutely but then there's sometimes where we need to be really careful because it could be a really good thing that you're still not supposed to show up for right now so right that, I, I like to always say go ahead right now I was gonna say I always like to say you have to be able to tell the difference between a good thing and a God thing you have to be able to understand that some things are just good to do, like, but do they profit you? And I mean, and I don't mean in the financial sense, but do they edify your soul? Do they make the world a better place? You know, what, what is the end goal behind doing it? Because a lot of times it's self-serving and then it also could be a place of pride where I can do it and no one else can do it like I would do it. And we put ourselves on a pedestal to, to go and pursue things versus, um, stepping back and allowing other people the opportunity to grow and learn how to do what we think we have to offer as well. And once we're able to do that, I think it's the overall comfort of being able to, like you said, just be. Sometimes we don't have to dive into things. We don't have to be the person to save everything, but we still can be a pillar in someone's life. And that's something I've been really assessing over the past few months. And it's been a lot, there have been a lot of bursting pains with that, being able to um, just really turn people down when for years you, you know, you've been overworking, you've done this stuff. So now it's having to tell people like, okay, I could do this, but I don't think I'm the right person for this. Or I can do it, but I can't do all of it. I want to bring someone else in to, to, to support it. Those conversations can be very difficult um, to be able to transition. I know from, again, personal life or, you know, whether it be involvement in church or, you know, organizations or even things around the house. It's like, I think it's time for a shift. And I, it goes back to understanding when it's time to transition to a new phase. It's unrealistic to stay in the same manner or to show up in the same manner over the course of your entire life. Like life changes. I always joke and say, like, before I had kids, I was at everything. Everyone was at my apartment when I lived in Texas. Like I was, and I felt like I could do everything. And the the issue I ran into was that I tried to keep up at the same pace after becoming married and having kids. And I ended up just being tired. Let's just be honest. I think 2020 just showed me how tired I was. And it was really me being tired from trying to do everything and still showing up. So now they're birthing pains. I'm telling people I can't do things that I would normally do. I'm not showing up for things or I'm just recommending, again, other people do things. 
And as I start this new job, it's that innate feeling of I need to be able to show everything I bring because you know we start over. Everyone needs to know why you why you're here. Like don't don't get it twisted. I'm not just showing up. I'm the best at what I'm doing, and I'm having to peel back the the, the layers of the onion to understand why I feel like I need to present myself in that particular manner versus just perfecting what I'm supposed to be doing, focusing on the God thing and not all of the good things. And hopefully, <laughs> you know, it all plays together. I think, to me, I think one of the ways you can probably decipher that, because it can be a little confusing, right, to determine what is a God thing and what is just a good thing. I think one mm -hmm. of the things maybe is if you are scared to do it, scared to not do it, or you feel guilty for having to stop doing it, I think then that's not God right? Because he's not going to mm -hmm. operate in a spirit of fear, and he's not going to add any sorrow to your blessing, right? So... I'm through it, the word. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Lil, you know, some things come back to I forgot to take my vitamins today, but you know, it's okay. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think if it has anything to do with fear as to why you're scared to stop doing it, or as to why you're scared to, you know, to move forward in that way, or if it has anything to do with guilt, then it's probably not of God. So that could be a way, and of course, pray about it. You know, everybody's, um, you know, signals are different. But I think that mm -hmm. may be a good way to kind of tell, like, okay, is this just a good thing or is this a God thing? Um, because that's right. extremely important. There's a lot of things happening in the world, but you are not capable of doing all of them. Listen. And, you know, I pride myself on being a jack of all trades. So this is <laughs> timely for me. I'm learning as we sit here and thought, like, okay, Jessica, this week, as you plan out your week, be able to focus on what's more important. I, again, I, I pride myself on being a serial hobbyist, but sometimes too much, too many distractions. You, you um, Too many distractions can just defeat you in itself, just. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. So um, to everyone that's listening in or watching in right now, just take note of that. So if you don't take anything else away from the, today's podcast um, or our live, wherever you're listening to us uh, from, just make sure that you're able to remove distractions out of your life so that you're able to be consistent and just show up for the things that matter most. Absolutely. So I know we've been here for a while. We have kids that are probably screaming in the background. So before we get out of here, is there anything else you would like to say to those who are, are watching us today? I just want to encourage everybody to give themselves grace. Um, you know, this is a journey. So be, enjoy the journey and don't get caught up in the to-do list, right? Don't, don't get pulled in and sucked into that. And I know a lot of times, especially on IG, you see you have to have seven to eight streams of income. You have to be, you know, living in a mansion by the time you're 27. You have to be, you have to be doing all of, all of these things, right? Heck, Do not, living in Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> you don't let yourself get caught up in those things because what's for you is for you. And your journey is going to look different from everybody else's, but that's what makes it beautiful, right? That's what makes it uniquely yours, right? Shout out to Unique Trees. Yes. So let's, 
<laughs> so let's definitely just be mindful of that. Let's not get caught up. It's really easy to compare, but we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to anyone but the one who created us, right? Because that's who we're mm -hmm. called to be. Like, so let's just right. our journey and please know <laughs> that when you are walking in your purpose and walking your calling and showing up for what you're supposed to be doing, he opens up so much. So you won't have to be a serial hobbyist because all your hobbies are going to be in line with what he's telling you to do. It's just going to open up. So we have to really be mindful of that. So just remember, I encourage all of you to show up for yourselves, love on yourselves, invest in yourselves. Self-care is an investment. Invest mm -hmm. in yourself, show up for yourself every day so you can show up for others more full, more humble, and pouring from a full cup. Thank you. I love it, Miss Fuller. <laughs> you see, I did the bars. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, I, I agree. I could not have said it better myself. Um, and I would also add on just being able to slow down. Don't feel like you have to just be going 100 miles per hour just because you see other people moving at that pace. We're all on our um, our journeys. Our journeys are different. We're going to go different places. We're going to see different people. Be comfortable being who you are. Absolutely. Be comfortable with where God has placed you and also where he's taking you. Um, we're all going to get there. We're going to get somewhere. We're going to get to where he wants us to be. So overall, I just hope that everyone um, is able to live out their dreams. So as we talk about purpose, we, we've gone through that quite a bit here, but understanding who you are, who you are, and what you're called to do understanding there are big pressures. You know, we've talked today about things um, that may be unfavorable. You may face things that you never saw coming your way. There may be things that you did that you caused, but be able to pick yourself up and just continue to move forward with just being consistent and showing up for the right things. Um, our other thing, uh, other piece, I'm going through our piece, guys, as I think about the five piece, so I just went through uh purpose and productivity with consistency and showing up. The other thing I would call out is just um, uh, and pressure is the other one I can say it, but the possibility. Once you're able to just show up for the right things, doors will open for you. Mm -hmm. When you show up consistently, that becomes your character. And once you develop your character, it becomes your reputation. And people will want you to be around just based on who you are. And they'll want you there for the right reasons. They'll know where your boundaries are. They'll know how you show up and what you stand for. And that will supersede anything else. Like that, that will supersede any other um, fake or facade way of representing yourself to people and not being able to keep it up. And the last thing is prayer. So just being able to pursue God and as you pursue God, allow him to direct your path. Um, so as he direct, directs you, you'll be able to end up where you're supposed where you're supposed to end up again. So I think as I said that, um, I'm really reiterating it because I really just want to make sure that we all have our, we have a specific journey that we're on and our journey has many stops. Um, we're going to go many different places, but just being focused on that, continue to show up. So every single day this week, just figure out a way to just show up, show up at your job, show up. Um, in the right way with your family, your friends, 
but just be there and continue to try, continue to develop good habits that allow you to be a better person. So I'm, I'm really just um, bubbling over here. I'm full from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, this has been great. I really enjoyed it. Um, just one little thing I wanted to add that you made me think of when you said- um, Throw it in. Part is you said people want you for the right reasons, right? When you show up consistently. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some people that are not going to want you for the right reasons, but you will be showing up for yourself so much that you will have discernment to know that they're not showing up yes. for the right reasons. So you can focus on the ones who are. So I just wanted to add that tidbit in there. But yes, this has been yes. amazing. Thank you so much for the conversation. Yes. <laughs> Likewise. I, I am so glad you joined me today. Um, so before we get off, let everyone know how to get in contact with you, how to listen to your podcast and everything i'll let them know about everything else you have going on as well awesome thank you so yes you can find me at antithesis of superwoman so on instagram that's at antithesis of superwoman i have a website www.antithesisofsuperwoman.com that has all my podcast episodes on it and also on your fave streaming service too so apple spotify go ahead and just look me up antithesis of superwoman i know it's a long title but look it's worthy i think it's a good um podcast obviously a little biased but <laughs> i think it's a good it's great guys really talking about <laughs> encouraging people to help you live your best life so that's where you can find me yes guys please go out there don't forget to like subscribe and also share out the antithesis of superwoman to make sure other people are able to find her as well because again we are here to grow glow and know together so um, as always you guys know where to find me all streaming devices as well streaming service, services as well uh five piece podcast on instagram and if you guys want to get in contact with me email me at promisingpresence at gmail.com until next Sunday, we have a really great conversation lined up next week with um, Danielle Boyd from Affirm You. It's going to be fun. So come back here next Sunday. You guys are going to enjoy. All right. With that, have a great Sunday. All right, bye, guys. Bye.